Hey everyone, Mia Paulus here with the Simplicity in Business and Life podcast. If you are joining me live, welcome. Uh, today we're going to talk about personal values and I'm uh, going to kind of go on a little bit of a rant because it's something that i just getting more and more passionate about by the day because I'm such a believer in making sure we don't play at the surface level and we, we get deeper as a society and as a people. So stay tuned, let's go ahead and cue up the music and then we'll get started. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple Okay, so today we're going to talk about personal values, but kind of how it relates to uh, companies and culture as well. So I'll kind of tie that in because as you guys probably know if you're listening to my podcast by now I'm I love entrepreneurship I love business and I love tying in the personal side into business because I feel like I mean especially now I used to feel like I was a lone duck because we've been virtual in our company for five years and and I'm a mom with seven kids so I've always had to balance both and and uh, be a CEO of a company and just manage it all. And so some in my early days, I remember going into closets and shutting the door and making sure hoping things are quiet. And, and now like, I love it because like, you know, I'll be on a zoom call with somebody and their kid comes in and they talk to him and, and that just makes my heart happy. So um, not that I think that you shouldn't be professional and put on a layer of professionalism and, and I always try to do and I always try to create a quiet environment when I can, but these things happen. And when they do, I think they're, they're joyous. So all right. So with that said, like um, I've been thinking a lot about values. This uh, when 2020, I wrote a, a book um, around purposeful focus in business, and it talked a lot about um, purpose, values, and vision, and having those within your organization. And values are really something that you live by. It's an action, and and uh, it needs to be intrinsic within your organization. And so when people talk a lot about culture, like a lot of times companies will be like, oh, we're all about culture. And even though like our company is all about culture, I can't tell you how many times I haven't used the word culture. It's because you live it. It's who you are. It's a part of you. And so there's a part of me that gets a little bit frustrated when I just hear people throw out things like that's who they are, and but their actions say something completely different, but they just throw out the words to show that they're that way. And I think it's getting worse. And uh, you guys have probably heard kind of the term virtue signaling going around. And anytime there's like some big political thing or new thing, everybody gets on board and they have to say it and put it in their social media. And, and it makes me want to gag a lot of times, I'm just gonna be honest, because I, uh, a lot of times I run the other way. If everybody's doing it one way, I'll just do it the other way. I don't know why. I guess I'm a little bit rebellious that way, but it's like, it just didn't feel right. I guess I always go off how I feel and it didn't feel genuine to me. It's not that I don't think that those things should happen. It's just that when everybody has to say it or else they're going to get shamed on their social media account because they didn't say it or they didn't put up a black square or they didn't do, like I get so frustrated with that because we don't ever want to just play at the surface level. We have to play at a level where we truly care about people and we don't de become desensitized to that. And so just for fun, I decided to look up the, the definition of virtue signaling because I always, we use terms, but sometimes we don't ever go like look up the definition. And so I went and looked it up and I, I was laughing so hard because on Wikipedia, I don't know who wrote this, but I don't even know if I can read all the words in it. Like I've said before, I have a very simple vocabulary. So here we go. I'm just going to read this definition. You ready? Virtue signaling is a pejorative neologism 
for the conspicuous and disingenuous expression of moral values with the intent to enhance one's own image. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's going to resonate with people. People are really going to be like, oh, I probably shouldn't virtue single after reading that definition. Like, what did you just say? I'm on one today. I'm sorry. I'm actually really excited. I've been working on some stuff. My brain's going. And as a visionary, you get really excited about things. So I literally was like, oh, no, my live's starting. And I had to come over and, and do this live. So I'm kind of pumped up from other energy. So it's going to carry into my live. So you have to bear with me. So um, let's see. So then I was like, OK, I'm going to find another like pared down definition. And so let me, let me pull that one up here. <clears throat> OK, so the Cambridge definition says an attempt to show other people that you are a good person. That sounds good. Like, let's be good people. Um, but not be attempt to do it just for show. So, for example, by expressing opinions that will be acceptable to them, especially on social me media. Virtue signaling is the popular modern habit, habit of indicating that one has virtue merely by expressing disgust or favor for certain political ideas or cultural, cultural happenings. And I think that's just, it, we've gotten to where we say it, so it must be true. It's on social media, so it must be true. And it's like, no, we have to start becoming good people, good companies. I mean, even companies do this. And I get that companies are made up of people. But like companies will be very purpose-driven. We have this cause. We have this purpose. and Or we have a great culture. And they just say these things, but their actions speak something different. And so it doesn't – company culture starts with leadership. If leaders don't have – the values within themselves. Like as leaders, um, I've done several lives talking about three values that I think are critical to leadership. And it and it came from some Taoism principles, which I, you know, I don't practice Taoism, Taoism or anything, but the three principles really resonated with me. The first one is humility. This is like what leaders should have. And think of all the leaders you can think of and think of who has these. And I hope the ones close to you do and the people that you work with have these uh, leader or these traits because it's important. So humility um, compassion, which I think just shows the depth of your care for people. And then uh, moderation and moderation back in the day when this virtue was brought up is different than what we think of now. Like a lot of times moderation means just kind of like playing the fence, not really having extremes. Um, but in uh, the way it was kind of explained, and I don't have it in front of me, but it was like it, there's a dichotomy, almost a musical element to it where you're going to have ups and downs and, and you, know, you think about a song and you have the, the dramatic and the impactful times and then the soft and the slow times. And I think that's life. There's ebbs and flows. And that's what creates moderation is the balance of all of those in harmony. And it creates almost a beautiful music because you're doing it the right things at the right time. So the only way to create music through Com uh, moderation and to have compassion and humility the only way to do that is to use our brains like in our hearts like you somebody can't go and give you a script and be like okay you need to act this way at this moment at this time no we have to create a level of intellect emotional intelligence to be able to say okay i need to know i need to speak this way or i need to i need to show them that i'm serious about this so i'm going to get passionate about it like i am right now with this right like if i didn't have the passion in my voice then it might feel differently than it does now. And so I think the same thing, like to create that moderation, have moderation, have that music, a leader needs to know what to act when. And there isn't always a guidebook to go with that. Just like there's a lot of guidebooks sometimes with parenting. Like we've gotten away from having 
you know, yes, you want policies, yes, you want standard operating procedures, but you don't ever want to get away from having your brain and being able to say, you know what, this person needs me at this moment. Um, we went, my husband and I went to a drive just about 45 minutes from here and there was, had freshly snowed the night before and beautiful sunny day. And so it was really wet. The snow was starting to get wet. The roads were clear, but none of the turnoffs were, were plowed. And so we, uh, we just, we're going to, we were looking at some land up there and we, we were driving and my husband like goes off roading with our, we have a suburban, but it's not like heavy suburban so like we get stuck right so we're pushing ourselves trying to get out of the snow we realized we weren't in four-wheel drive that really helps by the way to get out of snow so eventually we got out of our snow out of the snow and we were after um, for me stuck for like a half hour so we're driving back home and like i'm driving because my husband was one pushing us out and then i wasn't going to stop because i didn't want to lose my momentum out of the snow and so he's jumping in and so on our way back home I out of the corner of my eye, I see this guy like stuck. And I, maybe if we didn't get stuck, I wouldn't have noticed that he was stuck. And so I'm like swerve over and and uh, delegated my husband to go help him get unstuck. And so the guy was out there an hour before somebody helped him. I thought, you know, is that where we've come as a society that we're like so focused on ourselves anymore? Like we don't have time to like think of um, of other people or spend the time to go help somebody get unstuck, right? So... So then we're driving, he got Tim unstuck and we're driving down the road again and then I see another car. So I just pull back over and then my husband goes and helps them and it was kind of funny because he was really tired by the time he was done. But I was like, you know, that was, it felt really good to, I mean, you know, I sometimes, I get busy too. I mean, don't get me wrong. And it felt really good to just serve people and to help them and, and not for any self-fulfilling reason, but just that people, we're, we're here for each other. We're meant to be interdependent. We're meant to be a community of people. So um, that's pretty much all I really, I mean, I've done, I'm not going to go into detail like what values are and get into kind of that whole thing. I just really wanted to talk about being able to really live what you believe, figure out like what are the values that I live by and really become that and, and have that be intrinsic. Don't play at the surface level. Don't do the virtual virtue signaling and just do it because everybody else is doing it. You know, do things I, like... <laughs> It's a pet peeve of mine when like, I, I really live by principles and because of that, I have relationships that I don't, am not a part of because if somebody, if I can't spiritually progress as a person, um, I won't, by hanging around somebody, I won't be around that person, even if it's family. Like that is kind of something that I live by is that I have to be able to progress when I'm with somebody. And if I can't, then it's not, um, it's, I can't, the whole point of being here, I feel like on this earth is to progress and become better people. So if I can't do that by being with somebody, I'm not going to spend my time to be around that person because they have their agency to choose who they want to be. And it's not my job to control them. So I'm going to give them their agency, but I also have the agency. To, <coughs> I just <coughs> swallowed a gnat. That's fun. <coughs> I saw it fly from the camera. Anyways, I'm okay. Oh man. I don't have, oh, I have my soda water here. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so, um, so anyways, I'm so, totally distracted now. But, uh, so, I don't, what was I saying? I'm, the, I get, I'm a squirrel person being a visionary. So it's like, if I'm focused on something else and I forget my train of thought, but, but we don't, we want to, you know, oh, I was talking about kind of, letting people fall away that aren't aren't going to make you become who you are. 
Um, and so figure out who you are. And that's really how you become have happiness is it doesn't matter what the world thinks about you. It doesn't matter what everybody's going to say about you. If you know who you are and you intrinsically live that. And so even if you have relationships that might fall away because you're standing your principles and your ground and your values like that is okay. Um, flipping, flip flopping, choosing sides, playing the fence or not choosing sides, but playing the fence or, or just flip flopping is, I mean, flip flopping to me is different than growing and changing. Growing and changing is admitting, say, yeah, I was wrong about that. I've learned. And here I am. Flip flopping is pretending you're this way to these people and then pretending you're this way to these people. And that just doesn't work. So with that said, I want to end with uh, a quote by Mahatma Gandhi. And he was somebody that has really influenced me um, I didn't really know a lot about his life until about five years ago when I, when I watched the, the movie that was made in the 80s. And I thought, man, that is what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be figuring out how we can all come together. But all we've done lately is create more segregation. And, uh, and so I always try to bring him up because I think I would love to figure out a way. We don't have physical walls and borders like we have. We have a way to bring people together. Yet, unfortunately, we're still putting up walls and borders. So... Uh, Let me just end with a quote that he said about values. Carefully watch your thoughts, for they become your words. Manage and watch your words, for they will become your actions. Consider and judge your actions, for they have become your habits. Acknowledge and watch your habits, for they shall become your values. Understand and embrace your values, for they become your destiny. So if if you follow that along, you can see values is actually pretty far down that line, you know, it starts with your thoughts, but the values are made up from all of those things. And sometimes we just make values a surface level thing. But clearly on this quote, values is a very deep process that we go through based on who we are. So um, that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you again next week. Bye. No, it doesn't have to be so hard No, it doesn't have to be so hard Business and life made simple